Hello, I'm Sumit Bose. Welcome to the Net Hero Podcast and Happy New Year. It's the first podcast of the year, 2023. Can't believe it. Flipping heck. 2023. So, where are we? What's going on? Well, we've had, I would say, a chaotic, difficult, obviously bloody and brutal 2022. It affected the world completely. And it's still going on, obviously, with the war in Ukraine. I think 22 will also be remembered for uh, basically putting energy prices into everyone's mind. You think about it. If you just go back even just to January of last year, yes, people were kind of aware of energy prices, but nowhere near where they are now because of what happened. You had the supply collapses at the end of 2021. You had the incredible price shocks last year. The Ukraine war adding to that. You've had so much talk about kind of the energy price guarantee, all the stuff that came out from the government, all because the market was running away. And to conclude, I think the best thing that happened last year is that people are aware of their energy. People are aware of what's going on in terms of costs and how you get your power, where it comes from, the provenance of it. And we realise that actually, you know what, paying people who are dodgy, and let's face it, we're doing it with loads of people continually still, for our oil and gas in particular, is not the way to go. We've realised that actually, we're not the robust nation that we thought we were in terms of our energy security. We haven't funded new nuclear. We have wind, but not enough. We don't have anywhere near enough storage. And all of these things have led to us. Understanding, I think, in the general public that energy cannot be taken for granted. So, for me, that is a positive. And I know it sounds weird to say that, but I think it really is. This week's podcast is really a look forward to what I hope will be a good year. And I'll take you through a few things around it. Uh, But obviously, there's been a lot of stories over the last couple of weeks which we need to reflect on. Uh, Let's start with uh, Rishi Sunak. Now, if you saw his speech uh, early last week, he set out his priorities for, for sorting out the country by the end of this year. And let's be honest, they're all financial, yes. He has been criticised, and you can find all the stuff on futurenetzero.com and energylivenews.com for people saying he hasn't done enough. But he did say something very interesting in his speech, and that was all about innovation. So what did he say? Major challenges, he said, like energy security and net zero will be solved by innovation. Well, that was good to hear. He actually mentioned net zero. And I think he's absolutely damn right. You've got to innovate, and you've got to innovate not just in terms of technology, you've got to innovate in terms of behaviour. And the more we do that, the better it'll be. The Prime Minister went on to say that he believes that innovation will allow us to grow, and the ongoing energy crisis will actually lead to a greener British economy, which will become an innovative economy. You could say this is politics. You could say this is all kind of claptrap every politician says. But I actually think what's good is it's out there. 
we have great innovation going on in the world of net zero in this country. We have great science going on in our universities. We have companies doing fantastic, innovative things. And we always seem to think that all of this has to come from abroad. We have to import devices from China, or we have to go and look at what they're doing in the US, or follow the lead of someone else. Well, no, actually, if we innovate, and that's down to people like you, businesses who are out there, you know, running companies, you can do things to innovate, to help us. And the second part of that is actually, you know, it's not about gadgets, it's not. It's about us, it's our attitude. Most of us, as you've seen by the latest stats, are now working Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. That's what we do here, and yes, it works. I'd surely like probably to have the whole team in all the time, but hey, people are quite happy. This balance of life means actually habits are changing. So if work from home, the hybrid way of working, well, do we need such large offices? Do we need to have them owned by people? Could we just have kind of hot desking much more uh, quickly? Could we change the way that we work at home to be more energy efficient? Should we now be aware of our energy efficiency at home? These are all things that are questions that we can look at and answer ourselves without any need for innovation. We're doing it ourselves. Right now, I'm sitting in the office recording this, and only one set of lights are on. We don't need the rest of them. There's only me here. Well, and Chris, but we'll ignore him for now. Um, this is the point I'm getting at, which is, how do we get to work? Do we work the, the five days we used to? What will we do in terms of energy saving? How do we recycle more? What do we do to try and cut down our packaging? These are all things that we can do to make easy wins for ourselves. I started by talking about net zero um, and saying last year was the year of energy awareness and pricing, which is true. But also, as we've seen, last year was now officially the hottest year on record for us here. And I think this is another thing that happened. We are really now aware, as a society, that climate is changing. The hot temperatures, 40 degrees in the UK, 50 degrees in the Middle East, flooding, storms, the snow. People say, oh, actually, what about the snow? That's not global warming. Well, who knows? Could the weather patterns have been so disturbed that the huge snowfall that uh, hit uh, North America just before Christmas, could that be all part of it? I can't tell you, but I can tell you this. Things are changing. We're just going through, right now, this early part of January, one of the warmest Januaries across Europe. That's not normal. Buds, if you look out the window, hopefully if you've got some sort of greenery where you are, you might even see the buds. In my garden, buds are starting to come out. What's going on? There are things happening here which show us that actually we can see change. And just in the same way during COVID, I suppose we realised how much pollution is going on when we suddenly stopped commuting and we could see and hear the birds, we could see animals coming back, you know, rivers cleaned up around the world. I suppose that, again, if I'm trying to be positive, all this kind of news of climate change and what we see must actually resonate with us because we can now see things are a bit odd. And for the younger generation... You know, this 
is going to be the reality unless we start getting on with doing things. So, again, I think that this year we have got to say that actually this is the year for us to get on with doing net zero. And I know I said that at the beginning of last year, and people say, well, oh, you're a broken record. But no, I think 2022 has shown us, as I say, those two things. Awareness of energy, the price of it, the cost of it, both in terms of humanity and in terms of the planet, and the effects we're having in terms of the weather, because we saw so much of it last year. So what are we going to do this year? Well, we've got to get on with much more action. And that means getting on with development. Now, the government is looking at improving uh, the way we start to look at the bigger fuels for decarbonisation, the hydrogen strategy, so particularly that. I'll be talking to some people in the nuclear industry who are talking about small modular nuclear reactors. Could they start to take over and then give us heat that we could use for decarbonising major industries like steel. We're going to have onshore wind again. The government said, let's go for it. Let's relax some of the planning laws. We've got more offshore wind to come. We're going to have to build more interconnectors and we've got to do lots of storage. There's some brilliant innovation going on in terms of battery tech that's coming on. And I think that will be really useful for us all. And of course, transport. That's the big thing we've got to decarbonise. And if you saw the latest stories, although car registrations have dropped, EVs continue. But they're not without problems, as I found out on a recent trip where we went to film somewhere not too far. Leaving the office in North London and heading up to the Midlands, hoping I could charge uh, at, uh, at the building we were going to, to find that that system didn't work. And then getting stuck in the chaos that you may have seen the story of the Tesla drivers. Well, they got a lot of charge points. But when we pulled up to a service station outside of Oxford, all the charging points that were for non-Tesla people, which was, by the way, three, were all occupied. So what did we have to do? Sit and wait. 40 minutes for someone to finish charging before I could charge. Our infrastructure for EVs is appalling. And EVs continue to be, frankly, appalling on motorways, unless you can afford a really flash one with a long range. So these are things we've got to look at. People talk about hydrogen fuel cell cars coming into the fore this year. I'd like to say that would be the case, but I just don't think the market's there for that. But, however, hydrogen for larger vehicles, for trucks, for vans, I definitely think will start to take off this year. And we've got to look at what we're doing in terms of kind of the whole package of getting more done by businesses. So that's hydrogen, which I think will really take off. And also we've got a greener grid. Electricity produced across the UK was the greenest it's ever been in 2021, which is the latest figures the government has. And I'm sure 22 will be even more higher. You think about it, more than 50% of our electricity is now coming from zero carbon sources. So that's a mix of nuclear and obviously solar and wind. This, this is great stuff. This is great stuff for us because it shows that we can get to where we want to be if we continue to invest and start to show that we believe that even despite all the issues around the transition to net zero, it will pay dividends.
And in November, just passed, 20 gigawatts of electricity was produced by wind for the first time. That's 70% of electricity generated in one day. On that one day, 70% of it was green. Just think about that. You could never have imagined that just 10 years ago. So there are positive stories to be told. And what's going to happen to business? Well, that's where we want to really help you this year as well. We've had a real think over the little break. I've had a think. And Future Net Zero will change a little bit. You'll see some changes on the website. Because what we want to do is we want to really now push to accelerate your change for your business. So you're going to get more from us. And it's starting off with asking you to tell us your stories. We do that with the podcast already, but I'd like you to do that now by getting in touch and telling us your tales. We need to know what you're doing as a business, big or small. It doesn't matter how big you are, whether you're a one-man band, whether you're a small family company, whether you're a big manufacturer. If you're doing something to help others, if you're doing something you think others could emulate, then get in touch. And... Um, Alan Aylesbury of uh, CLS Energy did exactly that. You'll be able to read a piece that we've done about him and what he's been doing with his consultancy work to try and help companies to get more aware around net zero. So tell us your stories. That's the first thing we want you to do. You can get in touch using the email which is stories at energylivenews.com or write to me at sumit.bose at futurenetzero.com. It doesn't matter. You know how to find us. Get in touch on all forms of social media. We want to hear what you're doing. The second thing we're going to do is we are going to create a platform for you to learn more. We've been looking at this for a while and I'll be uh, revealing things very soon, but I'm excited to say we're working on something that will help you and your company take steps to actually understanding your carbon. It doesn't matter if you've never seen anything around you know, net zero or what carbon consulting is or what carbon accounting is. If you don't know a clue about it, we will start something soon to help you. So don't worry. And if you're already advanced, we're going to create something that will take you up to the next level. The third big thing is obviously the Big Zero Show. It was a massive hit last year. We'll be bringing it back on the 20th of June. So put that date in your diaries, 20th of June at the Coventry Building Society Arena. And we want you there. We're going to have some fantastic speakers. I'll be able to reveal soon uh, a couple of big names. But more importantly, we're going to have businesses there doing things showing you how to change and we want you to come tell us your stories if you're doing things show what you're doing and encourage people let's not have the doom and gloom that it's all just pointless let's not have the doom and gloom that actually we're in tough times so just forget about it we've got to continue and we'll do that at the big zero show you'll have plenty of information about that on futurenetzero.com and then towards the end of the year we'll be looking at trying to get more from you in terms of us showcasing what we've learnt, bringing that to you maybe through workshops or other forms of learning so that we start to create a bit of a movement to get more and more businesses carbon aware and aware of their emissions full stop. So a bit of a rambling podcast this week but I hope you understand I'm trying to set a vision for what we want to do. To summarise, 
let's not feel depressed at the beginning of the year. Let's look forward to what we can do. Let's be aware of our energy use. Let's start to think about what we can do as businesses ourselves that doesn't involve massive investment. It just involves changes in behavior. We'll be doing our bit, so tell us your stories. Come and get involved with what we're doing. Become a member of futurenetzero.com. We can get you out there and telling your stories to whoever you wish to, to, to try and reach, whether that be clients, whether that be your prospects, whether that be your customer base. Let us do that. Let's also showcase what we're doing as a sector to move forward. And it all culminates, as I said, in June at the Big Zero Show. So thanks for listening. Get in touch. Keep downloading the podcast. We want to hear from you. This will be the year for Net Zero. That's the message. So I'll catch you soon. You've been listening to the Net Hero podcast with Sumit Bose from Future Net Zero. Visit our platform for all things Net Zero. And if you or your business is doing great things on the path to Net Zero and want to be featured on the podcast, email nethero at futurenetzero.com. Follow us on social media. futurenetzero.com. Better business, better planet.